0: Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Thank you for joining me throughout the month of October when I started talking about attachment and the stories of attachment. And we looked at attachment from different perspectives and how those stories shape us when we don't have secure connection, when we don't have connection with our primary caregivers, the way that those stories, the gaps in understanding why, how it gives us a view of ourselves, how it affects our sense of self, how it affects our self-worth. We looked at self-image and self-concept and what happened when we're not connected and how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about ourselves is how we act. And I was spe- speaking on Saturday and the one woman in the audience said that, you know, there's, there are also later stories about connection, disrupted connection that also helps to shape how we see ourselves. And you know, I agree with that. Like life isn't, as we transition, as we move from one stage and phase of our life to the next, we, you might find that you have secure connection in your early primary relationships. And then you end up with romantic relationships or friendships that are devastating and harmful and damaging. And that impacts how you connect moving forward. So it's really important to, to know where the stories are, where they come from, what's the, What's the link and the thing that impacts how I am as an individual and how I show up in relationships? What are my patterns of connection? Where did I learn them from? Because for you who got disrupted in in relationships as you, as you grew older, having to learn again how to connect is so important. Having to heal from the, the damage of abuse and harm Uh, that, and, you know, toxic relationships or whatever that has happened and having to almost go back to where you, who you were before takes a lot of work, takes a lot of healing, takes a lot of, you know, being intentional in order to be able to do that. So yeah, there are different things that impacts how we connect. What's important is that we understand how we connect. We understand the dynamics of connection and we can do the work, right, of healing that so we can have security in our in our important relationships. Now, I want you to know that if you are if you are listening and your early attachment pattern happened in life and it was not secure and you're staying with us on this journey throughout the rest of the year as we continue to give you tools to help you to connect so today I'm talking about resourcing you and what are some of the things that you can do what does that mean so a resource is something that's going to help us to fix a fix, fix a problem right so um, if you have never had secure attachment a resource for you would look it is looking for relationships looking for interactions that are safe that that are um, comforting, that are kind, that are patient. Those kinds of looking for experiences across your life and even now to see who are the people that do this consistently to me and what does it feel like. So a resource might be the person who gives you a hug whenever they see you and you might not be somebody who was used to hugging you might not be somebody who hugging was familiar with, but you are, you are enjoying and learning how to soften as they hug you. So this person would be a resource because the next time you think about or you're triggered or you have a memory about not being hugged, then this remembering how this person hugged you is a resource. So you use that as a resource to say, well, you know, this is what safe touch feels like because I'm experiencing it in this arena and I'm learning how to relax in it and I'm learning how to embrace it and I'm learning how to allow it to, to feed me and and make, you know, just enjoy the joyful feelings that come. Now, when you're not used to it, you might have, you might Caution yourself or scold yourself not to lean in too far and not to enjoy the joyful feelings too much because it might feel like it's not going to last it might feel like it's transitory it might feel it might feel like any number of things, but as we are talking about resource, I want you to see that as one, and I want you to think about how to lean harder into it, how to enjoy it, and how to make yourself think about it and allow it to resource your that those memories that are of those wounds of never being hugged. If, if a resource is, a resource could also be somebody who speaks to you kindly. They're soft and gentle. Somebody who's compassionate and, and forgiving. Somebody who is gracious. Somebody who respects your boundaries. Somebody who's teaching you how to put boundary in place. Somebody who you know that when I'm around this person, I can relax. I can, I can be me and I'm okay. That's another resource. So again, you're going to use it in those moments when you are think when you have memories when you're feeling sad when you're whatever it is that you're feeling that sends you down the path of um negative emotions and negative feelings um then use that as a resource, okay so as I give those two examples of resource, I want you to think about other ways that you have res you get resourced. Where else do you get resourced? Who is compassionate who who is um invites you to play in a way that makes you want to engage and you're not feeling threatened? Who is kind to you who is who respects your boundaries? who respects your no without without challenging it? without telling you that you shouldn't feel like that? Who who listens to how you feel without telling you how you should feel? Who validates your story? Who validates your pain? Who is the person that you know that um, has always been there? Now, when you're thinking of a resource, you might think there's nobody now that does it. There might not be nobody in its entirety who do all of the things that I've just listed, but there might be people who do one, and another does another, and another does another, right? But sometimes we miss it because we're not used to it, and it's so uncomfortable and unfamiliar. So what we often do is not make ourselves think about it, because if we think, think about it and enjoy the feelings, then we might be threatened. You know, the next thought might be, well, what if it goes? What if it disappears? But uh, if you train yourself to to be with the joyful feelings, then you'll start to begin to see a change, Your resource could also be somebody who's no longer here, like a grandmother who was a secure place, a safe place that you could go and talk to an uncle or an aunt. You know, the idea is whether they're here or not, the idea is to remember the feelings that you experienced when you were with these people, what it felt like, because we need to, you need those experiences to help you as you begin to address healing the attachment injuries that you've experienced. And it will help you because it's providing a template of what how you should how you build security and how you build, how you want to be in your relationships, how you want to feel. It also will help you to understand how you'd like to feel. Okay. So thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope that you're going to stay with us throughout the month of November as we continue with the Stories That Shape Us throughout the rest of the year and, and beyond. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking the podcast. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Listens Listenerships going up every single day. And I really appreciate you, really value you being here. Thank you. Take care. I hope we'll see you on the next story.